You are listening to a Bucking Spurs podcast, brought to you by eavesdropstudios.com, where you can go and find everything that we do on this side of Go Spurs Go at eavesdropstudios.com. What is up, San Antonio Spurs Nation? Do you hear that? I'm at work. I've never told y'all what I do, but I'm a science teacher and I am a basketball coach. I love this game. So I just want to let you know where I've been. It's been a week or two since I've been able to make a pod, but here we are. We're back. I need to make time for my Go Spurs Go. I've been teaching. I've been educating young minds. I've been preparing young men for the hardwood. Nonetheless, no excuses. The season is here, and deep down, my blood runs silver and black. And I know yours does, too, if you're listening to this. So, just wanted to give you a heads up where I've been. Don't worry. I'm still here. Content's still coming. That's the tardy bell. Where are these kids at? They ain't here. Then you go get a tardy pass. Doesn't matter. Just want to let you know, we're going to go ahead and talk about the season so far and what we've taken from the first um, seven games. But first, Sirenova, go ahead and drop that beat, boy. So, um, guys, today is November 2nd. We've gone through seven games. We've learned a lot. We've learned that we have some um, some figuring out to do on a lot of different areas of our team. But, you know, that's what's expected. Um, we're currently 5-2 uh, and two in our first seven games. But let's be honest, those five games, um, well, those seven games have it's been a pretty easy schedule we've played the lakers twice they're not doing so hot they barely won their first game against who the mavs who we beat as well um our two losses come against indiana who's who was a really good team indiana was tough and then portland portland came in and just waxed us they just they just gave us all we can handle and those two teams that we've the common denominator is they have all-star point guards and and a very, a very good backcourt um and that's where we're struggling we're giving up 118 points a game that puts us at 18th in the league um the past few games we've gotten better we were at the very bottom of the league we were giving up some of the most points at, at early on in the first few games of the season but 
don't freak out. I mean, that's what's going to happen. Um, Spurs defense isn't easy. If it was easy, everyone can do it. And there's a reason why it takes time for people to adjust to what we do. Uh, players. Because it's tough. Guys, defense is all effort and attitude and um, knowledge, right? You have to know what the schemes are, what we're trying to do on the defensive end. On, and executing them as a, as a whole other thing once you can learn them learn the terminology and whatnot so i think what pop said about our defense um after the first few games was spot on when he says look you know we're not going to be as good of a defensive team as we were last year and we lost and i've said it before we've lost all of our defensive specialists in danny green Kawhi, and, and kyle and Dejounte. You know, those were all of our defensive guys, you know. Um, so it's, it's you know, it was it was expected to lose. Uh, I mean, to come out kind of struggling on the defensive end. Um, but he did say that we will be better than we are right now. And that's obviously because we're going to get better throughout the season. We always do. Guys, we know it. We always do. So are we going to be the team we were last year at the end of last season defensively? No. But are we going to be better than 18th? Yes, probably. I can I can see us being around 10 through 12, you know, somewhere along those lines. If our guys can figure it out, you know, and get it together. All right. Um, so currently in points per game, we are scoring a bunch of points per game. Actually, we're ranked 10th right now in the league, which is pretty good. We're ranked 12th in the league in rebounding. And this is early on. I know we're only seven games deep, but and we're, we don't have Derek White, you know, yet. But we're doing all right. 14th in the leagues in the league uh, in assists. Um, currently, we're ranked fourth in the Western Conference. Now, obviously, it's going to be a grind. We have a really good test in front of us uh, on Saturday, tomorrow, against New Orleans. New Orleans Pelicans are balling right now. Um, I've been saying that I don't think they're going to make the playoffs because they're Anthony Davis or bust. I still believe that. And they're coming out and just like on fire. But I still believe that. If Anthony Davis somehow misses a stretch of games, they won't get in just because that's the Western Conference. But I don't want to knock them. They've been playing really good. And um, they're going to probably give us all we can handle on Saturday. But we'll see. Um, right now, the Western standings, it, uh, <laughs> it's hilarious. If the playoffs were to start today, right, seven <laughs> games into the season, this is what we have. Golden State, of course. We have Denver in the second spot. We have Portland in the third spot. We're chilling in that fourth spot, right? Those are the four home court advantages. Then in the fifth spot, rising from the grave, the Sacramento Kings have gone off to a heart, uh, very hot start. Let's see how they sustain with that. Then we have Memphis, then Utah, and New Orleans. Those would be your uh, top teams. No Houston and no OKC. Obviously, this is going to change, but I just thought it was fun. It'd be fun to imagine that. So right now, we would be playing Sacramento in the first round. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, look, I mean, we've uh, been trying to figure out a lot of things. We've messed around with the starting lineups. We've inserted, you know, Jakob at times. We've inserted uh, 
you know, Dante Cunningham has started the past few games, and honestly, because he's just tough. He's uh, probably one of our best defenders, and um, we're going to need him throughout the season, obviously. Um, but some of the standouts so far in the first seven games, I mean, obviously, is DeMar DeRozan uh, scoring. Let's look at his scoring uh, totals in those first seven games. 28 points, 28 points, 32 points, 18 points, 30 points, 34, and 25. So he has only failed to reach the 20-point mark against Indiana at 18. And that was a tough game. They were playing really, really hard. Um, So he's been our leading scorer six out of the seven games. And that one game where he wasn't our leading scorer... He had 32 points, and I think LaMarcus had 37 or something like that. So, um, or 34 points, or so. I don't know, whatever it was. Um, no, 32. Um, so he's having no trouble scoring the ball, uh, but he does need to work on his defense. We're having trouble, you know, our backcourt. Him and uh, Br- Bryn Forbes, and shout out to Bryn Forbes for holding it down. I think he's doing a lot better than a lot of us expected him to do. And that's because he's playing more minutes than a lot of us expected him to get due to injury. But he's come out and he's gained confidence. You can see now when he's shooting the ball, he's shooting like he knows it's going to go in. He's not shooting the ball worrying if this is a good shot or not a good shot. You can tell that they've told him, hey, Bryn, shoot the freaking ball. Like come off this screen hard and get that mid-range jumper. If you get a wide open three in transition, you pull that thing. You can tell that the team has put a lot of confidence in him because he's playing with that swag right now. And it's exciting to see him, um, you know, develop. I mean, because, I mean, he's he's still getting beat on the defensive end. Uh, and I think that that's going to come. He's got to get stronger. He's got to b- get bigger. Even though he's made a, an improvement on that, he, he has, still has a long way to go, but shout out to Bryn for holding it down until Derek White comes back. And I'm pretty sure when Derek White comes back, he's not going to start. He'll probably come off the bench. They're going to let Bryn uh, do his thing and bring Derek White back to the starting role a little bit slower than just like, okay, here we go. Now he's healthy. No, you know the Spurs. We're going to limit his minutes, you know, things like that. Um, but, you know, LaMarcus and DeMar DeRozan have no trouble playing together um shooting mid-range uh jump shots and some of the 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 big surprise for me was just demar can pass the freaking rock i mean he had a game with 14 assists nine assists eight assists eight assists nine assists he is just his vision is crazy i mean he's not dropping like dimes but he's making the right passes all the time he'll drive to the basket if someone's wide open and and they need the ball and they're a good shooter he's gonna hit them right on the right on the money you know he's hitting lamarcus aldridge in his sweet spots he's hitting Paul gasol in the little short uh short corner pick and pops you know he's doing he's doing the right things and his vision is is a is a is a good surprise i wasn't expecting that um, but another big standout, I think, guys, oh, my God, we got to show this guy the most love we can show him. Rudy Gay. Rudy Gay, Rudy Gay, Rudy Gay. Rudy Gay is balling, and he has this attitude, and I feel like it's a tough mindset he's trying to set as soon as he steps on the court. He's like, you know, you can just tell that he has a little bit of fire in his eyes that he wants to really impact the game when he's in there 
if it's on the ball, off the ball, um, de- uh, defensive side or whatever in transition and half court set, he's ready. And I think that's why he's been starting uh, preseason. I didn't kind of I didn't want him to start. I felt like we needed him coming off the bench, but if he's able to play the way he's playing now. And a lot of that was based off what he did last year. And we're getting a brand new Rudy Gay this year. He, I mean, he's playing better than he has with us since he's been wearing a Spurs jersey. Um, so that's great. And we need him. We're going to need Rudy Gay. Rudy Gay sometimes leads us in points um, and in certain quarters. You know, sometimes he could just take over a quarter or lead us in rebounding or lead us in, in, in some other categories where we need to fill those stats. He's providing so much for us. Bellinelli can freaking move without the ball. That guy can just shoot. He's passing and moving and cutting and spotting up and sprinting to spots. And he's him and Patty Mills are causing a lot of problems for second units on the floor. Davis Bertans is shooting with confidence. Love it. Um, you know, so we're we're five and two right now. Let's not get too crazy and get ahead of ourselves and think, oh, we're we're fourth in the Western Conference and we're gonna stay here and. That's like saying Sacramento is going to stay in the fifth spot and all the way to the end of the season. It's just not going to happen. Houston's going to find their their stride. Um, you know, uh, OKC is going to figure it out. Minnesota's been playing good with and without Jimmy Butler. You know, um, so there's still a lot to go. Denver's not going to finish second. Anyways, y'all get the picture. Um, you know, we just got to keep improving. I think that's the goal. Just improve, 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 game to game. Try not to regress. Um, you know, we haven't had a back-to-back, I don't think, yet in these first seven games, which is huge. Um, those are going to come, and those are going to be tough nights. Um, we're going to start playing against some really good teams here soon. we got Houston coming up in a week or so. Um, and we're going to start facing some tougher opponents. Now, those are the games that we really got to focus on because if you look at our two losses, they came against Indiana and Portland. Those are two really good teams right we're we're taking care of business against the teams that we should and that's always encouraging even though those games some of them have been tight games like dallas and um minnesota lakers went to overtime you know so it's like we're we're closing out games and that's good i mean obviously demar Derozan being a closer is uh is a huge thing for us and that's a confidence and a swag that we can carry on throughout the season is that we have someone who's going to finish games for us And LaMarcus, too. LaMarcus is that guy as well. But, you know, if we're getting into – it would be one thing if we're getting – if we're taking losses against these teams. I mean, honestly, we can't feel overconfident because we're in close games against teams that we should be blowing out. But at least we're we're taking those wins. And, um, you know, that's going to be huge for us. That's – it is huge for us moving forward. Um especially for our young guys and guys like Bryn and guys like De- uh, Bertans and, and, you know, Dante's confidence is growing and, and all these things. So um, it's encouraging, but we still have a long season ahead of us. I, that's going to be it for today's episode. Uh, chime in, comment, like, subscribe, uh, rate it five stars if you can, or whatever you think it is, just rate it. And um, again, just shout out. I know I've been gone for a little while, but I'll be trying to sneak in as many pods as I can. Basketball season has started here at the high school that I'm at, so I'll be busy. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm not, I'm gonna try my best not to let you guys down. All right, so uh, 
that's going to be it for a Bucking Spurs podcast. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, that you share. Share the love. All right? Go Spurs, go. And as always, I'll catch you on the next episode.